wizard is never late. The wizard arrives exactly when they intend. My name is Audrey, and this is Data Transfer. Are you a wizard? Yeah. Did you Who avoid you? having sex until you're 30? Yeah. Didn't you? I thought you, I thought you fucked at the Red Fair. I fucked at age 13. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Corla. Sheeper. Hello. So here's where I'm at. Um, I think that we have to talk about Baldur's Gate because that is the reason why this episode is late. Well, Baldur's Gate executive dysfunction and depression. Okay, well. We fair. can't give the video game all the credit. but Just most of it. It's the headliner. It's the, <laughs> the thing that is headlining the festival that prevented us from producing an episode for three weeks. Yep. Um, uh, I think it's important mm. now that each of us tells the listener about one of our characters. Ooh. Okay, I've got Nick Till in our shared co-op run. Mm -hmm. She's a tiefling warlock with a pact of the blade. Um, she is the horniest creature alive. And mm -hmm. generally a do-gooder, but is also like, fucking pay me though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My mm -hmm. shit ain't free. I, I do good work. Yeah, I pay... Pay your adventurers who save your village. Yeah. You know, don't just up just don't just upcharge them on boots. Yeah, pay them. <laughs> um, my character that I would like to share about her name is Shigaya. Uh, she is a um, Seldarine Drow Tempest cleric of Elastray, who uh is a total fucking do-gooder. Like, Will loves her. Like, if you're playing the game at all, you know that uh, Will is a total fucking goody two-shoes. Mm. And is one is so into Shigaya, just, like, loves her holsties. Um, Astarian fucking hates my guts because I'm constantly <laughs> like, yeah, well, yeah, we'll do it for free. And Astarian's like, are you high? <laughs> Stop it. Pay me. Pay me specifically. <laughs> yeah fine I'll, yeah fine i'll fucking unlock your shit i don't care i don't care i'll unlock the door he lies to me constantly like if you have dialogue options with him he just fucking flat out lies to you about shit that you can verify otherwise yep yep because he does he doesn't like you he just lies to you he's <laughs> just a dick the entire time <laughs> he is unless you are yourself a dick and then he's like cool with you yeah frustrating there's got there's like a minimum level of dickage required when a serian's around so deep you have to go so deep on the dickage <laughs> you have to be like fucking dickens in this bitch oh yeah so nick till started with just like normal two regular standard eyes right mm -hmm. uh i didn't i didn't do the like chuny fucking heterochromia bullshit However, it was foisted upon me <laughs> by yeah, the game no, later on. No spoilies, no spoilies, but there's um, like, there's a thing but, that can happen. Yeah, and now my character has Naruto eyes. <laughs> Does Naruto have a heterochromia? Oh. I didn't know that. Someone in Naruto, oh, Kakashi, because he's literally got Kakashi. someone else's eyeball in him. I see, I see. See, I don't know enough about <laughs> Naruto. All I know is that um, when I was when I was like 19 and becoming far too cool for this shit, Naruto was really coming out and the uh, like the younger teens were getting into it. 
Mm-hmm. And I remember them all running around wearing Naruto headbands at the Renaissance Festival. And I was just like, yeah, guess who was a younger teen at the time? Yeah, I I was like, you are the Hokage of cringe. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> They're just having fun. Yeah, I was being a gatekeeper piece of shit. Yeah, well, 19 year olds will do that. That they will, because you figured it out. You've got it at 19. You're like, oh, yeah, fucking life. Don't even fucking worry about it. I understand what the hell's happening here. Yeah. Just go now sitting here before 30 is what I was sitting thinking here at 19. One week away from age 35. We got my mm. birthday coming up next week. And I mm. realize now that I still don't fucking know anything about shit. I don't know dick about yep. farts. I don't know anything. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm two weeks away from visiting a majority of my girlfriends. Yeah, a big chunk I think of the about that. Three of five. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna ha- we're all gonna be together. Wait, no. Yeah, three of five because I'm the fourth. Yeah, beautiful. Gonna be four of us together, beautiful. and a friend of ours is gonna visit, and we're just gonna have a grand old time, and probably a lot of sex. If I had to guess. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> I'm like literally checking in with everyone else to see which toys I should bring so I don't have any, <laughs> any redundancies. <laughs> What's everybody got? Is I'm going to have one. an edge. Should I bring a pure one? <laughs> <laughs> it's even better far away from the mic. Should I bring the pure one? <laughs> funny. I'm funny. You um, are very funny. So that's very exciting for you. I'm very stoked on your trip, and I hope that you have safe travels and good fucking, and everything turns out good. Good travels and safe fucking. Mm-hmm. It's all. <laughs> it's all good. It's gonna be great. It's, all good. it's gonna be so good. We're gonna have food. I've been cooking a lot lately. What you making? Uh, I made stuffed bell peppers for the first time oh, recently. Who helped you with the recipe for that? Audrey. Audrey. Yeah, Audrey actually. Yeah, Audrey helped. And then once I had that filling figured out, I used that to make like uh just spread it on some toast and then put some like sausage gravy over top of that. Oh I also made cabbage wraps with it. Cabbage wraps, cabbage wraps, cabbage wraps, cabbage wraps. And yeah, just just been doing a lot of cooking, experimenting, and playing Baldur's Gate. Jesus Christ. Yep. Uh, as for the rest of my life, uh, it has been, I got a promotion at work. I think this is probably since the last time we saw you, listener. Um, I am now a furniture sales associate at the unnamed high-end retail establishment. I'm making significantly more money, and I am working my shit to the bone. I'm working so fucking hard all the time, every day, but I'm excelling in my position. And uh, I am told that one of the ladies, one of the senior staff, walked over to one of the other senior staff and said, I need you to know something. This is how Karen talks. She's like, I need you to know something. And Pamela goes, what is it? She goes, Audrey can fucking sell. (laughs) Aww. Beb. (laughs) Beberson. Beberson. So, yeah, you know. First week out of training, I was number one for sales per hour that first week. So. 
So praise me, everyone. I want you to praise me for my ability to labor under capital. Actually, you are doing a great job, babe. Thank you. Thank you. You know who else is doing a great job? The Digimon in this episode of Digimon Adventures animated series. Uh, of course. You were like Did so confused. No, I was I was just reacting, having fun. Don't mind me. <laughs> I got titties on the other monitor. I can't wait to get to that part of the show. <sighs> bum 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 <laughs> Boobs. I showed my boobs. Um boobies. Boobies. It's an audio-only medium, so they're just and for me. Just for cola, show the boobs, show the boobs, just for cola. <laughs> okay. The episode is entitled Seasick and Tired, or in the Japanese version, King of the Savage Seas Metal Seedramon. Oh, uh, yeah. So we much begin with death. Oh, yeah. The group is forced to watch the Dark Masters arena explode with Piximon inside of it as they escape in the force field he created. Just straight up like a nuke fucking antimatter matter annihilation in the sky. And it's like, you think he's okay? <laughs> <laughs> I was I was trying to ask the question, and I, I think I didn't phrase it properly. Of like, do you think that explosion was uh like Piximon going out with a bang, just putting all his energy into one big poof to try and do something? Or do you mm. think that was just them like throwing an errant mega blast and just fucking it, annihilating him for funsies? I think it could have just been Metal Seedramon. He seems yeah, capable fair. of shit like that. Yeah, no, no, they they all are actually. Is the scary every thing. one of them is just like, oh, I could nuke you from yeah. orbit <laughs> with a fart. Yeah. yeah, I just fart on you, and you're <laughs> immolated in nuclear fire. <laughs> We'll get there later. <laughs> <laughs> they then find themselves on a familiar beach they visited at the very beginning of their adventure. Uh, everyone seems to be quite down, both about the loss of their friend and the fact that they haven't really made much progress if they're on the same beach they started on. Oh, yeah, don't... I called this out. Yeah. This is the beach with the telephones that go at the tone. The time will be exactly 45 miles per hour. And it's like kind of a neat thing that they're back <laughs> yeah. there and in fact they run into a fucking shellmon there just like the they did the shellmon. first time it presumably could be he's just shellmon. been out in the ocean seething ever since for hundreds of years we don't know about their fucking lifespan um while trying to figure out if their whole journey has been pointless or not <laughs> they hear someone <laughs> yelling for help in the water tk and kari are eager to help the creature so all the kids take a rowing boat <laughs> To where the splashing's coming from. They call it an outrigger. <laughs> well, you don't... Okay, but you don't wrap back around a Firelink shrine and go, it was all for nothing! Yeah, you, go, you don't... Oh, there you must don't, be another path. Yeah, you don't come out of Blight Town into the Valley of Drakes and then find your way into New Londo and then take the elevator back up and go to Firelink. Go, ah, fuck! You go, no, oh you're my like, god, I made it back! Oh, somewhere. thank fucking Christ. Something I recognize, oh my god! Yeah, something that doesn't have the worst creatures I've ever seen in it. Yeah. Basilisks on the way there just are the are the worst the first yeah. time you see them. Well, and you the tunnel out of Blighttown or into Blighttown if you have the master key. Um the fucking ogres. Like there's just the three ogres mm -hmm. with the great clubs in the tunnel. Mm -hmm. And it's like, 
wow, one of these is really fucking hard. Here's three. Also, they throw poop at you. They throw poop on you. (laughs) This is what I do. I poop on you. (laughs) Poop on you. Poop on you. Uh, So the drowning Digimon in the water turns out to be Shellmon, very likely the same one they fought on their first day in the digital world. The Digimon managed to beat Shellmon in their rookie forms, leading the team to believe that they've become a lot stronger, specifically leading Ty to believe that they're a lot stronger. Right. Uh, Ty remembers that Agumon had to be at champion level to defeat the evil Digimon last time. And though everyone else seems doubtful, Ty wants to believe that their partners are stronger, and everyone agrees after explaining that getting stronger is what Piximon wanted for them. This is something that they addressed. I think like when Venom Myotismon came out. Cause like we got megas from our team, but they're like weak megas compared to somebody who had spent a lot of time in mega form. Right, right. Yeah, that they're like newbies. That it's um, like War Greymon, Metal Gray and Metal Gururumon are like they're it's good. like how Goku and Gohan have to practice indefinitely staying in Super Saiyan form. Uh, before it's like a thing that they can just do at all times. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. The fog on the beach suddenly clears. And now, and the now completely worn out group heads for a snack bar nearby. Um, (laughs) Joe and they don't know. Maybe the snack bar like fucking harvested all of those telephone boxes for Cooking nutrients. ingredients, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> burgers made of phone. You no, well, burner made phone of phone. Burger. Then who was phone? Sto- stove. Stove was phone. Stove. But then who was phone? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking dweeb. <laughs> Joe and Mimi trip and aren't able to enter the shack. This turns out to be a good thing, though. Because the Snack Shack is actually a trap set by Scorpiomon, one of Metal Siegemon's henchmen. It's one of the more fucked up designs. You want to describe this person, Audrey? Eurypterid. Yeah, there you go. He's a Eurypterid, basically. Yeah. And then they just they just call him Scorpiomon because they're like, yeah, he's got a blade tail, I guess. He got a blade tail, fine. He's one of those like really terrifying ancient sea scorpions with the like big fuck off claws in the front and the fucking whippy blade tail in the back. Yep. Terrifying. He sucks. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> He's got a funny voice though. I he love does. clams. I love clams. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, you give me clams. <laughs> he attacks them. He attacks the children covering them in sand and causing them to pass out, which it seemed like the sand had magical properties because they just threw the sand on them and then they were all like, "Oh, Oh, fuck. <laughs> Some kind of enervating sand. <laughs> Luckily, because Joe, Mimi, and their Digimon avoided the trap, they were able to sneak up a middle, Metal Seedramon who was talking with Scorpiomon. Metal Seedramon notices that two of the Digidestin are missing inside the snack bar and orders his henchmen to find them. Scorpiomon then chases after the remaining Digidestin and their partner, but they easily outrun him because he ate a load of clams. 
<laughs> I mean, that's what happens. Which were provided to him by Metal Seedramon by as way of payment for um Yeah, just pay him in clams. He's like a fucking just, pretty. Hey, just pay him in clams, eh? Just pay me in clams. <laughs> just pay him in clams. <laughs> <laughs> he retreats What's into the this water. dollar bullshit. Just pay him in clean. Just pay him in cleans. He retreats <sighs> into the water and he reappears. When he reappears, Togemon and Ikakumon are ready to take him on. Actually, they get jumped by him and then they're like, oh, fuck, we need to digivolve again. Yeah. Because they <laughs> ate some of the clams. Mm hmm. Well, actually, Gomamon ate some, some of the clams. Palmon ate some of the seaweed. Mm hmm. And then I just want to be clear. I want to be very because I don't want anyone to write in and be like, no, Palmon ate the seaweed. <laughs> yeah, someone's going to watch the episode along with us and definitely comment in the discord. Oh, just being like, excuse oh, me, excuse me. Literally, the only people commenting in the discord are low key. Like, I want to fuck one of you, <laughs> one or both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Ideally, both. I will take one. I will take one if I miss. <laughs> He's finally oh. defeated. Oh, oh, oh. What are you going to mm. say? I don't know if I say this on pod. Go on. Okay. He's finally defeated <laughs> when he gets distracted by some more clams, allowing the champion level Digimon to digivolve to their ultimate forms. That would be Zudomon and, ugh, ugh, Lilymon. Mm. Yeah, mm -mm -mm. they're strong to the finish because they ate their spinach. <laughs> Ty and the others start to regain consciousness inside the building. Mimi, Joe, and their partners enter the building and have to wake everyone up to ensure that they're safe. But here's the thing. Zudomon brought Scorpiomon back with him, just like drug him through the fucking sand. And mm -hmm. then like mm -hmm. throw him. And we're like, why the fuck are you doing that? Why did you do that? And then he throws him into the house, into the, uh, the snack shack, which in the words of this here... Um, in the words of this here synopsis, Metal Seedramon begins to burn the shack, thinking the Digidestined are inside. It turns out the only <laughs> occupant of the building was an unconscious Scorpiomon who catches fire and rushes out into the water. I'm going to need you to get me like a, a clip of uh, like a snippet of uh, of Metal Seedramon breathing fire, because I just realized that with his shape, it would be a very easy thing to just uh, uh, Photoshop some some angry eyes and arms onto him, and now he's Trogdor burning the Trogdor village, burning the country. Trogdor <laughs> still gets me. Still love Trogdor. <laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> Angered that his servant has failed him, Metal Seedramon lifts Scorpiomon up high into the air, and oh my god. Drops him to his death, it says. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He fucking, he does the thing that, like, hawks do to turtles. Yeah. Just he hoists him in the air and drops him. He fucking gave that communist scorpion a helicopter ride. <laughs> Jesus Fucked Christ. Up. Fucked up joke. Fucked, Fucked up, up joke. joke. Very funny. Fucked up. Yeah, pretty funny. Very fucked. The Digidestined are now safe, but Joe doubts Ty's claims that their partners are getting stronger because it took two ultimate level Digimon to take on just one of the Dark Master's flunkies. Metal Seedramon approaches the children on the beach, and they are forced to escape into the water nearby. Lilymon attempts to fight him off, but to no avail. Metal Seedramon strikes her with his tail, causing her to de evolve to Palmon. 
While the group is safely situated on Zudomon, Metal Siegemon disappears in the water, then attacks, causing Zudomon to de-dig evolve to Gomamon, knocking the rest of the group into the water. They are now powerless, and the Dark Master prepares to finish them off. End short of episode. episode 41. Crazily short. Like, not a so lot much happens fucking happened. Well, I was going to say so much happened. Because they find the beach like, oh shit, look, it's the same. It's the, the fucking phone booth. Isn't that crazy? Oh, fuck, it's Shelmon. Okay, we'll fight Shelmon. Cool. Okay, Shelmon's dead now forever. That's good. Let's go to the Snack Shack. Oh, Snack Shack? Hell yeah. Snack Shack? Great. Snack Shack? Trap. <laughs> Scorpiomon. Then Seedramon shows up and gives Scorpiomon the clams. And then they have to fight Scorpiomon. And then they have a fight with Seedramon. There's so much that happens in this episode. No, you're, you're right. Absolutely, actually. Just the clams alone is like... The, simply... The, the clams are the reason we can digivolve later on. The clams are what yeah. slows them down. It's, yeah. The clams the are clams weirdly plot relevant. Integral to this plot. Integral um, to this episode. So clams. I went to Chicago in between the most recent episode and... Uh, was that? Or had I been? I can't remember. But um, there was a fun little piece of environmental storytelling that we got to experience while we were there. Yeah. Um, Donovan and I were out walking and we found a bunch of oyster shells on the fucking sidewalk. But like a trail of them, like just broken <laughs> oyster shells. So uh -huh. someone, someone was clearly eating oysters and while walking down the street the and tossing the them. shells behind them. Right. And then we sit down to eat at this hot chicken restaurant. And lo and behold, guess what's on the fucking menu? Oysters. <laughs> so we figured out where they got the oysters. Where they got the oysters. You go and be like, hey, who was the last person to order oysters? <laughs> Do you like salute it the rest of the way? <laughs> that would have been great. Then we find his house and then we burn oh it down God. or something. Put on your fucking Sherlock hat. <laughs> Just get a morphine addiction real quick. <laughs> Oh my god, it happens real quick. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Scary. Mom said we have morphine at home and it's Kratom. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait to take some after this, though. Believe you me. Oh yeah, I'm going to have some as well. I'm going to um, slam down the Kratom. On a scale of rookie to mega, what do you give this episode? Ah. Damn, I don't know if it's worthy of Omega. I don't like it ending on the fucking cliffhanger. <laughs> That's always annoying enough good. to me. I like a cliffhanger. Um, fuck it. This one's Mega. This one has a lot going yeah. on. It has two of my favorite fucking ultimates showing up. It's got a uh, lot of sea creature Digimon, which I like. A lot of sea creatures. A lot of clams. Yeah. A lot of clams. Clam and clams. Clam and clams. <laughs> We're very pleased with ourselves. I love your face when you do bits like that. You just light up like a Christmas tree. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the joy in your face. <laughs> hmm. So yeah, Mega um, for me. What do you say? I'm saying Ultimate because I can't I can't give it a Mega because I was giving Megas out to like the time Ty and Agumon went to the real world by themselves and the animation was completely different and they had the coolest fucking like lo-fi fight scene with Agumon and Ogremon. It was just like, you know what? Really Fair. artfully done, like really fucking cool, right? It's been long enough that I forgot the bar was that high. So I think I'm going to go yeah. with you and call mine an ultimate too. I think it's got to be an ultimate because it's not 
Venom Myotis Mon shooting Pelv lasers at people and blowing up an entire city. <laughs> it's not getting the new Mega Digivolution. Crotch mouth that exists. Though, like Lily the fucking Mon, German guy from SNL, the Mike Myers <laughs> bit. Do you have a crotch mouth, really? Well, he had a monkey. He had the monkey. His name was. His name was. No, the club's name was Sprockets. I don't know what the monkey's name was. <laughs> he's always rolling his shoulders like this. Oh, he's rolling his shoulders like this. Yeah. I did this once in middle school. It made my uh, it made my English teacher laugh very hard, and no one else understood. <laughs> no one else funny. understood. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to see my monkey? Would you like to see my monkey? I like that we're doing a fucking thirty-year-old SNL bit. <laughs> I'm about to be 30. Consider it the anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, that's that's the thing. And now we're going to do this one. Pussy two. (laughs) Brother's very excited. And I'm excited because I only have to describe one piece of Digimon fan art this week. Mm -hmm. All right, what do we got here? Oh, no. Oh, no. What is he yoinking? Oh, okay. The Okay, got it. All right. A bikini, so here we go. yeah. Here we go. I'm going to see if I can try to really fucking get this. It, <laughs> Don't forget the st- stone of shades. I'm going to start with the background, actually. <laughs> okay. It appears, it appears that Matt, it's probably Matt. I'm thinking that's Matt. Yeah, it looks like grown-up Matt from Try. Maybe. That's what I was thinking. The hair makes me think Matt. Has a nosebleed, because what he sees is an anthropomorphic wolf, perhaps some kind of very feminine Gabumon type. (laughs) It's Weregururumon. Oh my god, it's Fem Weregururumon. Yeah. Okay. But more fox-like? Eh. Someone really took some liberties with this and fucking made it their own. I get the feeling this artist has a particular style of furry face they do. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Well, and other things. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Big, 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 big old titties uh, busted out of a uh, a very tight sort of tank top situation. And what's this? There's stun of shades flying off of the creature's head and a large gasp on onomatopoeia because their bikini just got yoinked off like snipped yep by scorpio mon who's down in the bottom little scorpio mon down in the bottom right corner looking like (laughs) i did it and then you get to see this creature's big distended pussy Uh uh-huh it is um and shapely ass it is of the canine variety. Yep, that's dog pussy. <laughs> that's about as far as I'm going to go with that. Yep. Uh, you can see a nip. Yep. There's a single nip picking out. Poke, single poke nip. Out. Single nip. Same color as the pussy. Nip. Which is purple. Dip, 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 dip it in my pussy. You hated that line for so long. I brought you around on it. It's so good. Yeah, my it's pussy fucking juice makes Stockholm everything syndrome. juicy. <laughs> That's what it is. It's a cruel summer. I got my heart broke. Now no, I'm, I'm a sad bitch, bitch and I want to do coke. Yeah, great song. Good shit. Only fire. Right. Fuck it up. Go look up Only Fire. 
Um, I guess I have to call the porn bit over now. That's it. That's it for porn bit. Um, oh, 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 Corla. I, I'm so excited to press this button because we need to decide who our digital champion is. Ah! Who your digital champion is? Marching Fishes. Okay. Strong pick. Strong pick. Because in uh, an episode with multiple ultimates and Omega, they still end up being the goatee. Yeah, they still end up being game of the year. Um, <laughs> I think I have to go with Scorpio one because of the gleams and also being set aflame. And like burning for a long time, like looking dead. Like I thought mm-hmm. we were looking Roasting. at his burning corpse is what I thought we were seeing. <laughs> and that's why I was like, oh, my God. I was like, whoa, because we've seen yeah. people get like a hot foot and they run around with their foot on fire. You know what I mean? Like, right. We've seen fire off. played for. Yeah, we've seen fire played for comedy. We haven't seen anyone be immolated. Slowly while unconscious. Yeah. But he wakes up and he goes, ah, and like runs into the water. <laughs> They're like, no, he's fine, really. He's it was fine. all jokes. Yeah, it was funny, ha It was a prank. It was a prank. It was a prank. Your dog's going to get up any minute now, Timmy. <laughs> oh, no. Don't prank Timmy's dog. All right. So, that was sad. That was a sad joke. Way to do. Way to end it on that. <laughs> Because there's no more segments to do. No, I don't know okay. What. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna do this. I said I wasn't gonna mention it, but now I have to just to make this not sad anymore. All right. What's up? Um, you remember the the RFTV fuck a fan contests and how I I, I won with you, you? Yeah. But also was upset that I was beaten to it technically. Yes, there was <laughs> another fan. Who started dating Donovan after you and I started dating, but they were able to meet up sooner. Right, because they had money. Yeah, money. Yeah. But. But. You're going to um, do the Postponies Fuck a Fan Challenge? <laughs> Someone's going to win the entire. Well, almost the entire. Not Ruby. But <laughs> someone's about to win, like, a th- a, have a three-way tie for first on <laughs> fucking fan contest. And it's going to fucking rule. That sounds like a great fucking time. That sounds right. Badass. You get into a podcast. You're like, hey, can I bang all of you? And we're like, how about all but one? She's like, yeah, okay. But yeah, let's get as many of us as we can out there. And, uh, <laughs> in there, rather. Put in the work. And put in the penis. Yes, the work. And well, that's what I was alluding to. Penis. Work. work. Beatus. Penis. Beatus. 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 Okay. Um, that's it. I think that's everything. Do you want to plug it? <laughs> plug it up, Corla. Yeah, we have post ponies. I was just talking about it. That's me, Gigi, Aki, Ruby, all talking about my little pony and the rise of a American fascism, which is more connected than you might think. Um, I have a blue sky. It's just Corla. Just find me there. Uh, don't bother finding me on Twitter or X.com because uh, it's, it's dumb. It has yep. been dumb for quite yep. a long time and it's yep. bad for my mental health. So yep. your turn, Audrey. Uh, you should. You should. Should. 
go listen to Radio Free Tote Bag, particularly the episode that released on would have been Friday, the 18th of August. It is called Return of the Heat. And it begins with me screaming about DJ Rashad's death being more tragic than Jim Morrison's because Jim Morrison did not write into club before 11 o'clock. And that that just like sets the tone for the entire episode. It's an unhinged time. It's one of the top five of of five years of doing the show. I think it's I think it's a very good episode and I think you'll really enjoy it. It's the most data transfer episode of RFTB. Go check out episode 268 of Radio Free Tote Bag, Return of the Heat. All right, we did it. Any socials? Oh, uh, at odd on Blue Sky, A-U-D. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm going to abandon Twitter too, fuck it. Yay. I still check it, but like... I mean, same, because that's how I talk to people for scheduling other pods. Right. I tried to tweet at Vaporer. The other day to ask if uh, this mm-hmm, one track mm-hmm. he did was a front mission flip. I haven't gotten anything back. It has been almost 24 hours. I'm pretty Who sad gave about me the it. idea to actually reach out. That was you. Thank mm-hmm. you. I've, I've reached out about like, hey, what the fuck is this sample before to artists? And they've responded. But Vaporer mm-hmm. is apparently way cooler than me and can't be bothered. Or just busy. Or just busy. I think I think they're touring right now. Yeah, that would do it. You well, ever, I'm you about ever to get go. on a bus with 12 other stinky people for months? <laughs> well, I imagine these people aren't stinky. I want, I think Vaporer's on tour with Floor Baba, and I think Floor Baba is very not stinky. And I love okay, I, quite a bit. It's just a reality of driving in this heat that you're going to yeah, get hot nah, between towns. Just saying, hey, it gets deep. Bitch, listen. <laughs> You need to get out there and ditch them off your ass off. Bye. Bye. We love you. We do. And each other. Be a better you every day. Dude, suck off my penis.